welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special episode of Opening Night Podcast. Um, for this little bonus episode, we're going to be doing a spoiler cast for Thor The Dark World, which came out last Friday, last Thursday for some people. Um, and joining me are two of our favorite guests, uh, Ben Steed, a.k.a. Zumi Ramen. Hello. And Nick Valdez, a.k.a. Valdezology. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll start with, uh, I guess we're going to start with, like, general opinions, Ben. Uh, I liked it. I, I really liked it. Um, I, well, not really, I did, I enjoyed it. It's probably my favorite. I haven't seen Man of Steel, but I don't think I like it that much. So I'm safe saying that I think it's probably the best superhero film this year for me. Uh, even above Iron Man. Probably, even though I really enjoyed Iron Man 3. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, it was good. It just had everything. I think it was a massive step up from Thor 1, even though I did enjoy Thor 1. But it was a big step up for me. Um, yeah. But, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, in, like, Marvel films are sort of their own genre now, I feel like. Really? Huh. Yeah. Just because, like, you've got films like Green Lantern and superhero films and things like that, and I don't know, just there's a, just a style to most Marvel films that kind of... That's are, true. Like, you can tell when something's a Marvel film. Like, when you watch, say, The Incredible Hulk, um, like, sure, it's a Marvel film, but it, I don't think it feels the same as Marvel films coming out now or anything like that. Or, like, The Amazing Spider-Man definitely feels a lot different to... Like, so is, is it, like, going through, like, this weird filter... Where it's, like, little, uh, yeah. it's not Marvel enough. Yeah. They get more Marvel, guys. Yeah, plus Edward Norton. I don't really like Edward Norton. They've hired good I, actors. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to imagine it's a boardroom of just guys in, like, Marvel shirts going, is it Marvel enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, a just a checklist. Yeah, uh, they're just sitting in front of, like, a graph. They're sitting in front of a bar graph going, okay, Iron Man 3 was this Marvel. How Marvel is Thor too? Yeah. <laughs> I imagine there's like there's a there's like a super complicated equation and like Marvel is <laughs> measured in units and it's in brackets and then just by the side of it it just says times Joss Whedon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's um, Marvel equals MC square. Yeah, I, I think I think Thor two in part suffered very much from trying to emulate a bit, especially. I'm sure we'll get into it, but Cat Denning. Oh. Oh. <laughs> how loudly uh-huh. can we groan for her? Just groan? <laughs> this could be the groan cast. Um, <laughs> with Cat Denning. Uh. Yeah, she oh, was. Man. She was her and the She's... intern were definitely the worst parts of it. Uh. Yeah. Hug. Uh, I guess with that, we'll jump over to Nick. Nick, what were your general feelings about it? <laughs> Pretty much the same. This is also a green cast. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed it. I wrote a review for Flixus.com. Plug. Uh, go read that, you guys. Uh, I liked it. It's got a better handle on its action scenes, mostly due to the director shift, probably. And I like that yeah. it's more confident in its comic booky nature after, you know, after the success of Avengers and Iron Man 3. They just, like, completely threw themselves into Thor world. You know, you get Asgard, you get, like, all all of the realms, you get the Rainbow Bridge back, and it's like, yeah. I don't know, everyone, like, everyone gets to do more comic booky things, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, yeah. it's way more fantastical, and because of that, it's it's just fun. Like, it's a lot more fun. Well, I think, um, yeah, for me, is... the... sorry, go on. No, you go ahead. Um, like, one of the things that shows up for me is, is during, like, the fight with the main boss guy, just the hammer flying between dimensions was just oh, so yeah. cool. Like, God. that was one of my favorite bits. So yeah, the whole fight in general was just, like, it, it was crazy. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was, it, it, it's a it great scene. Totally, like, it, it knew, like, its purpose. It knew its length. 
and and it didn't like feel really stretched out or really long or boring or anything like that. Like it kept it keeps your interest throughout the whole thing, and I think it's because of like all the portals and the realms and shit, and it's so like it's a spectacle, but it's it's much more engrossing than like you would expect because I think we're all like used to spectacle pieces at this point. Yeah, it, it has a weird I, yeah, it's got a weird like humor to it. Like you're oh, like yeah, yeah. Is, is it making like. Is it making light of its spectacle? At the same time, you're just like, I'm just, you know, don't take this seriously. It's like, oh, there, there they are just rubbing against some glass, you know? Like, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> it is amazing in that sense. I mean, and also, the, I feel a bit sorry for Eccleston, because I think he played a really good bad guy. But, yeah, again, Star yeah, of the yeah, Show as a bad guy is, prob- yeah. is probably Loki. Like, mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I like the Dark Elves cool, but for like, I imagine I personally haven't read the Thor comics or know as much about Thor as say I have secondhand knowledge of other comics. But I imagine the Dark Elves aren't something that are just kind of a throwaway bad guy. Um, and it's a shame that they almost kind of got relegated to second place in terms of a bad as an enemy in a sense. Yeah, because for me. Some of the designs of the Dark Elves are absolutely incredible. Like their masks, man, I love. Oh yeah, that. yeah. they, they looked put a lot of attention to detail into that, and I was. That's one of the reasons why, like, I was kind of upset that Malekith wasn't a better villain, just because it was like he, he looked so good on screen, and it mm-hmm. clearly showed, like, between the his look, all the Dark Elves, the the way they were designed, and the uh, the guy who acted for Malekith, like. It was all done really well. I think it was the writing that failed in that respect. Like, it, I guess there was just so much going on. They they didn't think to build his character up a bit. Yeah, more they couldn't. He, it's like they couldn't have two complicated villains in the movie. Yeah, know? yeah. I think as well. Uh, maybe this is a problem now because of the Avengers. But you almost can't give bad guys a lot of time to develop because you'd just be going like, well, why isn't the Hulk showing up? Why isn't Iron Man showing up? Like that, that's what I really liked about the fight as well, is that it happened relatively quickly, which kind of explains why, like, Iron Man doesn't just show up and is like, so, yeah. like, every film doesn't just turn into the Avengers. Although, the bit where the ship was going to land on him and stopped, I did think that was the Hulk. I thought that was, like, such a better idea. It's um, such a better idea than what happens. I'm so angry now. Yeah. The Hulk didn't show up. Well, I oh, spoilers. That... Spoilers. The Hulk doesn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah this is a spoiler cast, by the way, so just to you know, spoiler warning. Um, but to, I... that, to that effect, it did have one of the greatest cameos. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, yeah, we should, oh, we're not gonna spoil the cameo, but guys, no, because of this it, is, yeah, this point, yeah. If, yeah, if you listen to this, you yeah, let's go up. for it. Okay, okay. uh, Captain America showing oh, up, that was great. Oh, uh, because it's, because Avengers happened, and because we have the history, it just yeah. makes, it's so amazing. And, <laughs> and the way, the way the cameo happens makes so much sense, too. It's just kind of Loki just fucking around with him. It's going, yeah, yeah, uh, what do you want my image to be? And then, you know, he just shows up, and it's, ah, so amazing. I think as well, can, wait, they, I can just feel the righteousness, brother. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, I don't, do you know how they, like, got to that point as well? Like, it's quite, that uh, basically Hiddleston did an impression of Captain America dressed really? in the America outfit, yeah, like, filmed it, and then Chris Evans watched his impression of him, and then did an impression of Hiddleston doing an impression of him. So like, <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Yeah, because I think they ma- absolutely nailed it. Like what he was saying and stuff. It was oh, so good, so unexpected as well. Um, oh, oh, oh man. So it's so it's like more of like an ad lib kind of scene. Yeah, man. that makes the cameo even greater than yeah. <laughs> no. sort of walked up there and he's like, yeah, let me just say a few things and then there they go. Um, <sighs> Yeah, that was that was. That, See, that was they were having fun making the film. Just uh, like if you can have, if yeah. they can have fun making it, it obviously shows. Like, just Hiddleston is obviously enjoying himself in this movie. He is. Yeah, yeah. I really like um, 
I guess I'm just going to go ahead and jump to, to some parts I was going to get to later that I wanted to talk about. But I really liked the way it ended um, with with Loki, you know, basically basically implying that Loki has taken over um, yes. Asgard. It's like that just sets up so much potential. Like, oh, and I don't even know if, like, if I – I haven't yet interpreted it as, like, a villainous act, even though – he most likely killed his father to to get that throne, but I could I would like to see them set it up in such a way that whenever Thanos shows up and like whenever like you know Thanos starts attacking Earth, which is you know inevitable by like Avengers three, I'd really like to see like Loki in power helping them out, just just because I'd like to see like Loki to stick around. I don't want him to like die or get thrown into a prison or something because he's too likable of a character. Yeah, yeah the um. There was this petition to give him, like, his own solo movie, even though he said, because, like, this is the last time we're going to see Loki for probably, he said it was going to be the last time we'd see him, but it's probably just going to be for, like, until Thor 3. Uh, the reason, that's the reason they added all those extra scenes of him, like him reacting to um, to his mother, and then, what was yeah. Yeah, basically, his, like, more of his little speeches. But it's like a solo scene with him. That's the stuff they added because they went and did rewrites and stuff on it. I think, um... As, yeah, cool. I was, I was going to say, it's, it's funny because when I was watching the, the movie, I knew about that. And I was specifically looking for those scenes. I didn't know which scenes they were. I just wanted to see if I could, like, if I could catch something that seemed off. Everything flowed really well. I was really surprised that, like, that fanfare that they added seemed to fit really well. I didn't yeah, know what those scenes yeah. were after the fact. Like, yeah. I didn't know that him reacting to his mother, like, that was, like, a that's an additional scene that they went in and did. Uh, and yeah. It, just, it works. Like, I was like, I expected it in the movie. The, uh, oh. Yeah, that, I mean, they handled a lot of that stuff um, really well. Like, the silence, just the silent scene where he's told about his mum. Like, there's yeah. a lot of really nicely shot. Like, I think People don't give Marvel enough credit. They see these big blockbusters. But when you actually watch these films, there's a lot of really nicely thought out shots. Like, um, the reveal of Loki being great, like how he's reacted. Like, you know, Thor yeah. comes in and sees him and he's all natural and stuff. And he's just like, no, no illusions. And then it like pans around and he's like cut, like smashed everything up. Oh, it's really yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, like Loki, the silent scene where he's told about his mom. Um, there was just a lot of really nice scenes in Thor, so I thought that... Um, like, uh, my favorite have to have been, uh, you know, their little standoff with Eccleston, you know, where he was transferring the ether, and then before, like, and then Loki kind of betrayed him, and then, yes. uh, you know, and then he cut off Thor's yeah. hand. And oh, then, that thing was oh, amazing! That's like, that was yeah. like, because I have no idea. Like, Although, I, that totally had me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, Although it was a bit dumb, like, well, yeah. Thor was like, you shouldn't, not that, but like, obviously, you know, they had to play it up for the guys, but Thor was like, oh, uh, you know, I can't believe I trusted you, and Loki's like, you shouldn't have. It's like, who are you saying that to then? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like so, yeah, I was wondering, I was wondering if they were doing, like, I was wondering that whole time, like, what was the point of that? The only thing I could come, to, could come up with was, like, maybe they were trying to make it convincing for Foster for Jane Foster, but like that's all I could come up with. Otherwise, yeah, that was totally just played up for the audience. Um, but yeah, that, and I was my brother. I went to see my brother, um, and he said after it, when like, obviously Loki comes back, that I looked physically annoyed that I thought they'd killed Loki. <laughs> I was devastated. I was genuinely because I thought they had killed him off because like Whedon was like, yeah, yeah not in Avengers two or anything. Um, and I thought either Loki or... The dumbest way. I would have been mad, honestly. I would have been annoyed, too. It was just the dumbest way for him to die. Yes. I'm glad it didn't happen. So. Yeah, he's, he, for me, anyway, he's up there in terms of a face of the franchise with Robert Downey Jr. I think he's such a breakout star, this entire thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was... It was yeah, I was devastated, and then he came back, and I was physically pumped. <laughs> I was, like, clenched my fist when I realized... <laughs> Speaking of breakout stars, I'm, uh, oh, sorry. Dennings? Yeah. I'm I'm just glad, uh, I'm just glad, uh, glad Hemsworth seems a lot more comfortable as Thor. You know? I can see anyone else as Thor now, yeah. It was really, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he seems he seems more comfortable. I guess it's all like the experience of playing Thor, and then the weed inversion of Thor, and then it got toned down a little bit here. But like he's kind of serious, but then he kind of has jokes, and then he has cheesy ass romantic lines. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just works. Like he he works in Thor now. I I I can see it. They can't replace him ever. No. So. Yeah. I um I was really impressed with how balanced the drama and the action was. That was something I wasn't expecting. I was expecting it to either be really heavily one or the other, but uh, it all seemed to be really like nice and evenly spread out. Uh, for, like they give you a lot of time to like to check out Asgard and like you know be in that culture and understand how things work there and how they view humans and blah 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 blah. Um, and then, you know, even during, like, the, the crazy fight scenes, like, we were just talking about the final scene, one of the things that make that scene work so well is because during all this crazy action with, like, Thor and, and, and Malekith, you know, going at it, there's, like, other scenes of, like, Jane Foster trying to, like, trying to also help as well, but she's really bad at it because she's a really terrible character, you know, <laughs> but, but, like, but it's all, like, really spread out. It's really nice and even. Like, it's a nice even layer of just film like this is you know this is everything you want to expect and we're not going to play any one up more important than the other and everything is treated really well yeah definitely even though even though natalie Portman's character is just the worst yeah the biggest surprise coming about film for me is that she's still alive like i thought for sure she (laughs) yeah i know A, well, I was secretly hoping it. I was yeah. like, when, they, when the ether happened, I was just like, yep, that's her. She's gone already. Because I, I was like, because there were rumors that she really didn't want to do this film, like Thor 2. So you I, can uh, tell. You can tell she didn't want to. Yeah. Like, tell actor, yeah. yeah she's just like, oh, my God, where's my money already? Which is crazy <laughs> because it's like Marvel, the way they're setting it up, Marvel, that's such a good thing to get into and be involved in. Just like acting wise like Hemsworth pretty much has a career off Thor now. I mean hell they brought back Cabin in the Woods purely because, you know, Hemsworth was a was now a big name. Yeah. Like I just I just don't get it. I don't but well, I think I think that she really wants I think that it's just not like what she wants to be associated with anymore. Like, you know, she did Star Wars and you know, at, yeah, between but... Star Wars and, and Thor, she's done like a lot of really more interesting uh drama pieces and things like that. And I think that is where she's comfortable and where she like like when Natalie Portman dies, whatever that is, like what she wants to be remembered for, not being Jane Foster and Thor. You know? Yeah. And I think that's what kinda kills it for her. Which I can kind of respect from an artistic standpoint, but on the flip side, you you could yeah, I don't know, you can try a little bit more and like try to have some fun. And, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I imagine it's not the worst working conditions working for Marvel, like being you know, yeah, and, uh, Thor too. Yeah, it just sucks that Natalie Portman's so terrible when Thor's got like awesome side action going on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, Jamie Alexander, she's so pretty. And she's that's good. Like, lady, played, that's actually. so fucking cool. Like, in general, that's just a good character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, that entire weird love triangle is really well played. Like, you kind of acknowledge, they kind of all acknowledge, like, they understand what's going on, but at the same time, she's not a massive douche that she kind of turns on for or anything like that for it. Like, she's just like, yeah, okay, I mean, I, I, I fancy the God of Thunder, but, you know, he likes Immortal, whatever. Yeah, I mean, all she's got to do is wait for Natalie Portman to die out. Yeah. <laughs> she was still live very long, and Odin's like, I'm your dad, and you got some nice side piece right here. You just wait for her to die. We live forever, and she's she's going to die. She's going to yeah. die. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and oh my god, I'm just, I was so mad. I was like, she's so pretty and so neat looking, and. How do you, how dare you get somebody boring like that? How dare you? I feel like that's part of the problem with not playing up Portman's character as being more likable is because when at the very end, you know, he goes back to Earth and they have the really awkward five-second kiss, um, it's really hard to empathize with that decision. I'm still not entirely sure why he made that decision. It seems yeah. like a really stupid. I mean, when he's talking to Loki, because obviously, like, he's, he's basically saying, I'm going to live on Earth now, right? That, that's yeah. what he's saying, yeah. It's just like, yeah. 
Why? Yeah, like you're right. Like, there's, there's, yeah. There's intergalactic threats going on, bro, that like only you can stop, and you're gonna go like bang Natalie Portman. Yeah. I don't know. It's not that yeah. great. It'll probably it's make kind of it Avenger three, but right now it's just like ah, Thor, why, why Thor? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he he just had the greatest side piece and he just picked the cardboard <laughs> like he's like I'm going to date you cardboard and then he did I'm really surprised that that relationship has any steam at all <laughs> I'm sure it for like years and somehow they still like oh true love it's like that weird George Lucas idea of true love where it's like pretty people love each other yeah I mean, to be fair, if I bedded a god, I'd be worried about, like, maybe... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've never been Idris Elba, and, you know, you go, like, what's she doing now? And he's like, um, I, you don't want to know. He's like, I, I do it while she's with, like, another three men. So, <laughs> and he just grabbed my hammer... And no, just a jealous Thor. Yes, a lot of Thor three, just jealous Thor, just rampaging. Yeah, so, or, or it, could, it could be a, it could be like a, a creeper Thor. <laughs> He's just sitting outside windows. Yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah. swinging his hammer around, kind of. I feel like a violent storm when I'm going to the club. <laughs> 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 and he's standing there shirtless because you need the obligatory shirtless scene. Yeah, so just to yeah. make it worse. Just to make I it worse. Dreamily when it cut to like Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> I've been shocked. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to some questions here. Uh, oh, you got questions? questions? After the questions, we can talk about the music credit scene. That'll be the dessert. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 That's my question uh, relates into that as well. You have a question in here? Oh, you wait, where? No, yeah. Because I, I asked people. And, but anyway, yeah, I've got a question. You ask yours. Oh, yeah. Well, let's hear yours first. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, rumors this is from a guy called Sean on Games on Twitter, named Sean, or on Games, either or. Um, rumors have Avengers 2 being an, an ultra centric affair. Does that make sense given the direction pointed by the end credit scene? Um, I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to say that because even though I think Thanos is going to show up in Guardians, like 90% sure, and even though I think he's also going to show up in Avengers 2, like 90% sure, I think because of the way they're setting it up, with where they have like an, an, an infinity, with the, I guess in the films they're called stones and not gems, and an, an infinity stone and like each movie, so like Avengers One is the Tesseract, and that's one, and now Thor Two, that's the Ether, and that's one. I think it makes sense for them to like kind of bypass it, like mention it in Guardians, mention it in the second one, and then you know just keep setting up these Infinity Stones, and then I don't know Guardians Two, like oh no Thanos got them, and we're gonna chase him, but then they fuck up, and then he ends up in Avengers Three on Earth. That's I how was, I see it playing. I'm I was quite surprised at the mid credit scene personally. Um, finding out, like, what it relates to. Well, I found I kind of figured out, because obviously Del Toro had been casting. Also, Del Toro looked great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, so uh... um, but, yeah, um, because I personally thought the way Guardians was going, it was kind of separate to this whole Marvel thing. Like, I didn't realize they were going to tie it in how they were. I thought they'd just, like, gone, you know, James Gunn, do this crazy thing with, with a raccoon. Um, and things like that. But, you know, they are tying it in. Um, I think a plan has changed personally because Avengers 1, like Thanos, like, I, I imagine at some point he was maybe meant to be the big bad in Avengers 2. Like, I, it just seems weird that the end credit scene for Avengers 1 would be a guy who's not going to prominently feature in Avengers 2 if that's the case. Like. Well, Whedon said, um, a couple of months ago, I want to say around Comic-Con, no, it was before Comic-Con, about a month before Comic-Con, um, he did say, like, you know, don't get your hopes about Thanos being in Thor 2. Like, we've planned it out, and he's probably not going to be in Thor 2, which could also be just like a tease, because Whedon's known a lot. Uh, yeah, Avengers 2. Um, yeah. It could also just be a tease, but 
I don't know. I, I don't think it's a problem it being Ultron centric, as long as as long as Thanos shows up somewhere. Like they just need to keep letting people know, like, look, this guy is really bad and evil. Be scared, and yeah. and when he does show up, it'll be a big deal. But people need to like, and that's the thing that makes Guardians so important is people need to see because Thanos is not that popular. <laughs> like yeah. he's popular with Marvel fans, but that's it. Yeah, I think um, they probably will have to keep doing like little scenes. I guess that makes sense when you think a bit about it like that. That they have to do these little scenes with Thanos because the big band in Avengers One, like, kind of had a film dedicated to him already in yeah, Thor One. Yeah. So you have yeah. you know, the pre knowledge of the villain, but it's Avengers Two, you know, because the biggest complaint for most people in Avengers One was that the bad guys just weren't fleshed out, and that was due to the nature of like an ensemble piece like that. So with Avengers Two and Three. I guess they have to be able to provide a fleshed-out villain. Um, you know, it's going to be quite interesting to see how they take Avengers 2. I want to know if they're going to introduce Death. Death? Is he... Mm, yeah. Well, that's... It's probably going to be... Yeah. I don't it's know. It's complicated. I don't know either. But it would be interesting, especially because of the way, you know, that the Avengers won... The wording of that was, you know, to court Earth is to court death. And then, like, Thanos does his little smile. Um, I don't know. It'd be cool. I'd like to see death. She's awesome. She doesn't get enough love in the Marvel Universe other than when people die. Which is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, all right. So let's move on. Uh, do you have any more questions, Zumi? No. No, that was just the one. All right, cool. We have a shit ton of questions from our favorite listener, Laurel V. Yay. Um, first question, is Meow Meow a good name for Thor's hammer? Oh, no. No. Ugh, just ugh. No, ugh. <laughs> just more. How many times could I ugh in, a, in an answer? I'm just trying to ugh as much as I can. Just ugh. Meow yeah, it's like yeah, that's that's her. That's the same way she. Uh, it's the same way she referenced it in the first one. For her fun fact. Yeah. And then yeah. they just kind of tossed it into this. Oh my god. Oh, that's. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to steal this one, but um, that's <laughs> my biggest problem with Thor. That it's forced humor where it kind of doesn't need to be there. The entire yeah, uh, much... the entire opening opening of the film is like yeah um it feels very much like someone trying to impersonate Joss Whedon's writing like I'm sorry I'm sorry Marvel but because of Avengers that's what it's always going to be compared to but yeah it feels very much like someone trying hard to Joss is on his lunch he's getting Subway so we're gonna gonna have to write (laughs) (laughs) he would get Subway yeah Yeah, every it was kind of like Thor 1. Every time they went to Earth, I was like, oh, Earth is shit. <laughs> yeah, Earth is the worst. Earth. Why are we here again? <laughs> the only time that stuff actually picked up was when Selvig came in, and I thought he was ready oh, again. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's got a natural oh, presence. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. I, I hope they keep utilizing him in more stuff, because I like the... Uh, I'm a crazy doctor and nobody believes me, but I know everything about everything angle. Like, he yeah, could be yeah. a real... And, and I like all the little jokes that he has with Lo- about Loki. Like, is your brother oh, here? Oh, that's so good! That was so good, yeah. Yeah, he probably had... Um, that, along with, like, when um, uh, Foster was talking to Chris O'Dowd and Thor was just in the background, just like, what's... What's going on? Like, that yeah. was good as well. On the, yeah, that was great. Uh, also, Chris O'Dowd, kind of, uh, offen- not not offensive, kind of fine in this film. Yeah, I'm just, like, the humor, when it works, it works. Like, just small stuff. Like, Thor hanging up his hammer on that little coat hanger. Just yeah. like, it, it just, when it, when it hits, it hits hard. It, it's good. But then, like, you get all these moments where it's trying to be forced, and then you get Cat Dennings saying things. And that's like it's that's just where the intern. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's where the mia mia came in, and that's where just that's like the 
the biggest offense. Just uh, when the hammer flies by, it's such a good scene. You know, you're getting all this natural humor in the scene. And then she goes, meh, meh. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for uh, bringing that up again. Thanks. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's do the pass. We actually have a lot of questions. Um, so, from, uh, from Random Bullseye, good friend, he asked, do you like that Thor and Asgard are aliens? I'm going to say, hell yes. I think yes. it's genius. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. really good. So they're aliens? Yeah. Yeah, they're aliens. They're, like, from a planet from a long time away. And, like, they came here a long time ago, and we mistook them for gods, so we referred to them as gods, but really they're just aliens. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It's kind of like it's kind of like Superman. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. Cool. Um, Laurel V asks, since the Tesseract and the Ether are now Infinity Gems, do you think that is a good idea to have them streamlined? Streamlined, really streamlined. Like, one per sure. movie? Like if he, Maybe. Like, if it's one per movie, I'm okay with that. Because, yeah. in a sense, that's what, like, the first Avengers did. Like, we got, we got a superhero movie, and we all knew it was just building pieces to the first one. And if you need to make these stones important to make the Infinity Gauntlet important, you know? Because there's yeah. a difference between saying, oh, this is a super powerful weapon, and then saying, oh, these are super powerful stones that are now a fucking amazing weapon. You know? There's, <laughs> there's a difference. Like, and I'm, yeah, I'm okay with be, that. There needs to be some understanding that this gauntlet can destroy everything. Like, it can, it will obliterate worlds. Thanos just, like, he snaps his fingers, and then, boom, that's the whole Milky Way. Like, there needs to be understood that each one of these stones separately is a massive threat. Together, holy shit. I think there's what, like, the the Infinity Stones, right? Infinity Stones, what they're called. In the film, they're called stones for some reason, and in the comics, they're called gems. I don't know why they changed that. All right, well, so, yes, I mean, I guess what? I, I see it as, I guess, is that, you know, the first phase, the pieces of Avengers 1, like the building blocks with these individual films, for phase 2, the building blocks of these Infinity Stones, which will build yeah. into what the Avengers 2 story is about. Um, and, you know, creates the overall, um, you know, film, which is what, you know, the, the initial era films for Avengers 1. So, yeah, it's cool. It, should, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it should be noted that there are six of them, and we've already gotten two out of the way, and we already know there's going to be a third in Guardians. So they're actually moving along pretty swiftly. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a nice little pace. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man three then four makes. Uh, well, no, because Iron Man three the the what might be another thing in Avengers two is the thing that comes out of his skin. What's it called? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, the extremists, because that's, that, like, that's apparently what people are saying. He gets rid of all his suits, but in Avengers 2, it'll be built into his skin. Nah. Huh. Nah. Uh, I'm, I'd actually rather have no, no Iron Man, so he should just... Yeah, I have, I have a little bit of Iron Man knowledge, but I'm not too... Uh, fetched up on Extremis, so I'm going to leave that one alone. But I would like to see... They have said that Extremis is going to come back at some point, which I'm assuming is going to be... They came back in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's not... That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) That's a whole other podcast. I'm a black man from Pursuit of Happiness. (sighs) I also have an Extremis. (laughs) (laughs) I want to Yeah, um, why is everyone so dashingly handsome? Um, because they're comic books and everyone's written, everyone's drawn pretty. And yeah, Asgard is like supposed to be full of beautiful white people, and it is. And that, and that one, one black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that black guy. Black guy. Yeah, if oh, can I? A lot of oh, to me. Can, can I mention how hilarious it is to me that there were Asian people, but the Asian people had their own planet? They got their own world. <laughs> Yeah. Like I'd like to think since the Asgardians get their way because they're so strong, they're like, no, you stay on this world. <laughs> and and Thor at the beginning, he's like, no, you stay here. Because you sure oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you yeah stay like here. that guy is coming into some cheap. Like, what are you guys talking about? He's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 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 weird. 
<laughs> you talked about keeping us on our own planet again. No? Thor's just like, no, why don't, why don't you just stay here with your people? Also, why do you need Thor? Why do you need all of those guys? Like, that was just like a village being attacked by some dudes. Like, I, if you're going to go to that planet to save them for that, why aren't you on Earth stopping all the wars? Like, that part of it. But I, no, I, I like that, though, because it still let Thor be kind of the cocky jerk. He wasn't the first one. But it also yeah. showed, it also slowed, like, showed slight development of his character. You're like, oh, he's a cocky jerk, but he's not as cocky as he was yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he's not the toughest dude in the world, you know, but he's still, like, he's still kind of cocky. So I liked it. I liked it. It was just uh, stupid. That's why it's still disgusting. It just, it wasn't, it was good until he said, no, you stay here with your people. <laughs> hey, hey, Thor, can I come over to your house? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, We've already got our allotted minorities, Guardian. <laughs> we've, got, we've built our one slot. Yeah, we've, Dad, made, Dad created, you know Dad created the quota, man. I don't know. That's hey, the thing, that's the difference. Thor's going to go back to Asgard. He's not even... Idris Elba wasn't even allowed in Asgard yeah, until exactly. lockdown. He wasn't allowed until he committed treason. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> that's, how, that's how someone's going to know something. So they'll go back to Asgard and there'll just be loads of Asians walking up. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough out there. Laurel V's next question. Um, I think we've, we've already answered this. Cat Dennings, fun and small bits are just too much. Just too much. No, so ugh. You know what? I would be okay with her in small bits. She's fine with all one. Yeah, like she would, she would like say a thing in like every act. That that'd be like enough. <laughs> like this is my joke. All right, I'm I'm gonna go for another. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talk me over. You need another yeah. joke. I gotta, I gotta go make a call, you guys. Don't do anything sorry while I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go make myself a pot of coffee. <laughs> For ten scenes. <laughs> and oh every now God. and again, it'll cut back to her just waiting on the coffee. <laughs> I thought I would've learned something for two broke girls. <laughs> If two broke girls took place in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> just every now and again, you'd watch the show. No, you'd watch the actual show and just see Thunder in the background. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. She'll be doing something like on the street or something, and then you'll see like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cars just driving right behind that she doesn't even acknowledge. Yes! Because they are not secretive in uh, the Agents of Shield show. Not at they all. Are... <laughs> they branded everything. They are all about the shield. Oh, you've not seen the Agents of Shield branded calculator available to take. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, um, this is actually a really good question. Would you have liked to see Thor without a hand? Oh man, I was I was hoping for it. I thought that would have been really ballsy. Yeah, just stick the hammer in the nub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been amazing. Just, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at just first. Call him, just call him Thrash, because he's a mix of Ash and Thor. Just Thrash. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this is getting terrible. <laughs> just, just stick a hammer in the nub. Yeah, I would have stuck a hammer in the nub. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where do you think Thor will go on his next movie? Spain. Because <laughs> he needs to be somewhere romantic for his romantic dates. <laughs> oh, hey, hey uh, cardboard I'm dating, let's go to Spain. Yeah. Let's look at things. I think the next film he's probably going to show up is in Avengers 3, so I'm pretty sure it's going to be Earth again. Well, I think he's talking about Thor 3. No, he'll show up in New York again, because Avengers 3 will take place in, or Avengers 2 will take place in New York. Just New York. Here's here's, Here's my working theory, because I've always got a theory. My theory is, Loki's gonna fuck shit up on Asgard because he's a dick, and then 
Lady Sif or or one of Thor's buddies, but I like to picture being Lady Sif because she's the best. Uh, goes down to Earth and is like, "Yo, Loki's fucking shit up. What is up with you? Who the fuck is this? Get the fuck over there!" And then they go to Asgard, and then there's some kind of uh, conflict between Loki and you know maybe some other evil people, and it turns out that those evil people that Loki have like I guess a pact or something with because he's all about those. Um, have some kind of connection to Thanos. Because I feel like by the time we get to Thor 3, we're going to be in Phase 3, like, Thanos is going to show up in every fucking movie at that point. I feel like that's a good way to do it. <laughs> I, I think, um, I don't think Loki's going to be a bad guy again, in my opinion. I think it's, it, it for me anyway, I love Loki. Um, scenes, okay. the films, like, the film... Whenever he's in a scene, that scene is usually the best. Like, just you know, I'd, love, I'd love to but, see him fail as a king after all of his trying to be a king and then just kind of fail at it. I'm yeah, thinking, I think he totally could. I think Thanos could. Like, that could be the opening act of Avengers 2 or something. Thanos just ripping up, or someone's ripping up Asgard. And that's like, a good, yeah, that's a good like, theory. Like and, it. and Thor has to go back, or Thor has to take, I don't know, take Iron Man with him, or just... Just, just something. Um, someone rips up Asgard. Um, or just take Hulk. Yeah, just oh, throw yeah. the Hulk at them. <laughs> <laughs> and, I thought they were going to reference that as well. I thought, you know, when he was fighting the big, the giant, his like right hand man. Oh yeah. I thought he was going to like punch Thor um, or punch Loki, and he's going to be like hand like that, and he's like, I've had worse. <laughs> Puny. Remember that. I like that there were yeah, speaking of that, I like that there weren't that many references. Like yeah, yeah. my biggest oh, yeah. thing like a weird a weird concern of mine, because it's technically possible, it could be. It's just there might be a small bit of audience that watches Thor and then goes right into Thor two, you know? Like you can yeah. totally like you can kind of skip the Avengers and go oh, okay, and the not re- that not really matter because it's really Thor: The Dark World kind of still goes from the events of the first one. Well, like, they do mention New York a lot. Yeah, yeah, but it's not as ingrained as saying Iron Man three, where like yeah. a plot point relies on knowing what happened in Avengers. Yeah, like I loved it. It was just like it was all problems was created from yeah. the first one. You know, it was just like oh, they broke uh they broke the Rainbow Road. So, like, that's because it. of that. Yeah, and then now this shit's happening. So it's like, yeah. Like, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Can I say that I just love the fact that it's called the Rainbow Road? It's pretty good. Yeah, just I like the that. Rainbow Road. I like, that, I like that we get to refer to it with Mario references. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like, like to see, I would like to see, I would like to see him going through that little hole thing, and then it shows, like, Mario and Peach and Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> out of the like the whole thing and then just a little burning cart is just turned to the side <laughs> they didn't make it they didn't make it it's all yeah just, I saw lands you just see I water just take off in one of those <laughs> just, for, just for a second Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like 
I like the fact that Lady Sif got a lot more attention just because she's getting a lot more popular in the comic books too. So yeah. I'm kind of hoping they do something really cool with her because if they ever play her character up the same way as played in the comic books, man, she's that she's is, a fucker. I know that that is it's a whole other discussion that would take ages, but I'd like to know sort of the influence of the Marvel films upon the comic books, like. Has Loki yeah. in the comics become more for uh, the forefront, or has Iron Man? Because like Iron Man, definitely has. yeah, before the films, Iron Man was nobody. Iron Man was not a staple of you know when you you know Spider Man and things like that. But Iron Man was nobody. But now, like, has Iron Man come to the forefront in terms of comics? Loki comes to the forefront, like you said. You now, I don't know. Just be interesting. Being interesting to see how the film has impacted the comics. Yeah. Um. But yeah, sorry, yeah, carry on. It's funny that, um, because when they introduced Loki in the films, in the comic books, um, Loki was Lady Loki. It was like Loki, but he was in, he was in Lady Sif's body. And that was the Loki that, like, everyone had, you know, known and kind of really enjoyed for, like, years and years and years. So all these new people came into the comic books looking for Loki, and they got Lady Loki, and everybody was really confused. I think that's part of the reason why, like, they started the Marvel Now thing. It's like now Loki and Lady Sif are two different people. But, oh, man, that's another thing I wish the films would do. But that's a whole other aside is have a Lady Loki because Lady Loki's pretty cool and she's mean. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. And Laurel V's final tweets. Um, would you have liked to see Loki actually betraying Thor and not that plain the acting that he did? I'm going to say no. Yeah. Seen it? Yeah. I think it, it's been done like twice. Yeah. So yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like Loki as a bad guy for me has kind of run out of steam. Like I want him now. I don't know. It's yeah. It's yeah. Just he's better as a, he's better as a good guy. Yeah. What they the decisions they made in this movie make sense, and they're not they're not they're not terrible decisions. Like and this whole the... betraying thing. If this betraying thing was the truth. That would have been terrible. We were all we wouldn't have gone. Oh man, this is a fun movie. We'd go. Oh man, it was good up until there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I was physically I think, annoyed. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think the good thing with um with having Loki not be a bad guy is that and and the exact same happen. It happens with Thor. It happens with um not really Jane Foster. Um, but it happens with a couple characters in the film where there's like a nice little arc that's going on and it's not just like an arc in the film it's a noticeable arc throughout Thor 1 Avengers and now where like Loki realizes his faults and he's sort of trying to make up for them without admitting to it and like you know Thor is trying his best to to keep his ties with his people and and balance this weird relationship he has with this really boring woman and and all this shit going on and everyone has a nice little arc it's fun it's it's appreciated yeah and that's why i think they like i don't think marvel for me gets enough credit how they've crafted this world because we can all see how it goes terribly wrong let's just like look at dc like like they've done so well to like yeah make good films with good characters and things like that uh, they're all high quality high quality yeah 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 and, uh, Laurel V's final question do you think that Malekith really died no yes no whoa who yes. said no I no really what? why why would they bring him back he's because really, he's just like kind of like a nameless faceless guy they're yeah like, but <sighs> He's Eccleston, yeah. Like, good, like they got like an amazing guy to like, which is why it's such a disappointment that he did nothing. But it's like he—he's really just the okay. We need a bad guy for them to go up against, and there they got a bad guy. Yeah, <sighs> no, I just think the way Marvel works is they like to keep options open. Like, I'm not saying he's going to come back, but like with Red Skull as well. Like, they, they totally have the ability to bring Red Skull back. Like, apparently they might not because Hugo Weaving doesn't want to do it again. Um, but, I don't know, I just I just think, just like in comics, deaths are not sort of final in the Marvel films. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but he's also not Loki, so there you go. <laughs> he's, he's not going to come back. 
Like, you could say death mean like, death is meaningless, and then look at Loki's, like, 20 times reviving, you know, but he... Well, look at Col- well you can always look at Coulson. Oh, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they pulled all the weight out of Oh, just ugh. Just ugh. More I went on a really nice holiday. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> like, they mentioned it every episode. Uh, uh yeah, what you right. call it, uh... Thor 3 better have Beta Ray Bill. There we go. That's my big thing. Beta Ray uh, Bill better show up or you better get teased. I better get a Beta Ray Bill. You know what? I, bet, I, bet, I hope Avengers 3 has lots of links to the Marvel TV, like S.H.I.E.L.D. And no, oh, yeah. without having oh. watched it, nobody understands yeah. what's going on. Thor, yeah. Thor The Dark World is getting a S.H.I.E.L.D. tie-in episode, you guys. So. Yeah, like two weeks. Hooray! Well, that that Hooray. Been pretty good the last two weeks, so who knows? Yeah, I said it's gone back. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the people who hated it, we didn't meet like it. Um, but I do. Before we wrap up here, because we're wrapping up soon, I do want to get to um to the mid credit scene and how important and awesome that scene was. Yeah, because for me, when I tweeted about it, I said it was really weird because it was the first time for me that Marvel had ever acknowledged that Guardians of the Galaxy was going on. Yeah. I didn't, like I've said to you on Twitter and stuff, I thought, and I don't know if you agreed with me or not, but I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was just its kind of separate thing to the phases. Like, it was kind of this side project. Um, but no, it seems like they want to tie it all in, which is nice, because Del Toro yeah. looks awesome. <laughs> Yeah, oh, his, my God. His mannerisms and the weirdness of it and, like, the fact that, uh just, I love the fact that everybody in that field, everyone in that theater, except for, like, nerds wearing Marvel t-shirts, was so confused. And I was like, yes, this is the weird yeah, thing we're that I like. Yeah, because that's, yes, like, like, that's so bold. That's so Yeah, my, my theater just felt, like, it felt silent. Like, it's <laughs> such a... It's such a drastic change in tone from like that entire Thor movie. It was, like, it's yeah, science, That's science right. and weirdness and like, oh, and then you get that pink girl. Yeah, yeah. the pink girl is awesome. Yes, like, and then she's walking funny, and you're just like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then Del Toro like, bows. He fifties like sci-fi stuff or, going on. It's, in that yeah. short scene, we learned so much about the tone and the way Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be, and just like how different it's going to be to the other Marvel films. His his uh, bow, man. His little bow. I'm, I'm not <laughs> ready for how much character he exuded. Like I was gonna, I was expecting the collector to just be like really staunch and like this. Really, and no, he's like this really like eloquent. I don't even like know like weird. Friends, he's he's weird dude. He's oh, Bugatu okay. from Zoolander. Yeah, <laughs> He is Bugatu. It's the same face. Like, like it's his hair and his batterisms and his weird outfit, and he's just he's collecting things that he likes, and that's why. Like, okay. <laughs> he was amazing. It did so much in such a small window of time. Like, I, yeah. I can't believe how excited, how much more excited I am now. Like, honestly, yeah. that was that's. That like I had high expectations before Thor two, and now they're just they're unstoppable. There's nothing I can do about it. it for, was, for Guardians, like it's definitely it was like you said it was a bold scene in terms that even I, as a guy who, kind of you know I know I'm not into the huge comics, but I kind of had a lot of second knowledge, no idea what was going on, but I knew it was kind of related to Guardians of the Galaxy. But a lot mm-hmm. of people won't even know that. Like even people who kind of keep up on it. You know, the, the casting for Guardians of the Galaxy has been a bit, you know, you maybe know Bradley Cooper and Chris Pratt, but who does the general public know that, say, you know, Del Toro's in it? I don't know. Well, uh, Saldana's in it, too. Yeah, you're some credit. Yeah. She's pretty well known. I mean, she was... No, but just, basically, the fact that Del Toro just shows up, I didn't actually know it was a Guardians teaser until Del Toro showed up, and that's when it hit me in the middle. So many emotions at once, you guys. God, so I many emotions. I knew it was Guardians because uh, I had been told it was Guardians, and then it confirmed it for me when I saw the pink girl. But I was expecting to just see like 
I don't know, like like a mild tease, like you know, like like uh, like a weapon that I would recognize, or like a helmet or something. I when she said when she introduces it, she says the collector. I was like, what the shit? <laughs> you think oh. you think because Guardians is such a it's such an odd property that they couldn't tease it in like such a small way, like. I honestly think they couldn't, like, they wouldn't have got away with it too much without confusing too yeah. many people. I feel like they had to have somebody, and I'm um, glad that they had the main bad guy. I mean, if you, I think as well, what it does is people go home and they'll Google like Marvel Del Toro, like they'll want to know about it. They'll yeah. find out and they'll start reading about Guardians of the Galaxy. So you know, it, I think it, you know it was a smart move to get someone who they can Google. Like if you know if he'd been if yeah. it'd been a helmet, you know. Yeah, he, like uh, they couldn't do a helmet. They couldn't like because it's not as recognizable. It's not as iconic. Like, yeah, remember the Thor things? I think it's uh, I think it's smart that they have uh, that they showed that Del Toro is the collector because I think we're all expecting the crazy characters. Like, we all know Groot and, and Rocky Raccoon, or Rocket, sorry, mm-hmm. Rocket Raccoon. Like, we already know those are going to be, like, crazy guys. I don't think anybody was expecting, like, a crazy guy out of Benicio Del Toro as the collector. Uh, yeah, so I, I think, like, I think that gives fans, like, so much to speculate on about how they're going to use these characters. And he's the bad guy in, because, well, because you've got yeah. uh, Thingy as well. He's a, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy in Guardians. He's working for Thor. Or, I mean, not Thor. Thanos or some crap like that. But nobody knows. Everyone just knows him as the Collector. He has like a collection of things from the galaxy that are like safe. Like it's supposed to be like the safest place in the galaxy. And and so the the Asgardians agree to hand it over to him so that you don't have two Infinity Stones in the same place because they're technically living or some crap like that. Well, Karen um, Gillan's been cast as a bad guy as well in Guardians. Yes, she is Thanos' is she... daughter, maybe? One of those things. So uh, they work it's... together in it, or... Yeah, yeah, so she's she's going to be, like, working. <sighs> it's, oh, okay. it's Guardians is going to be so good, you guys. It's going to be it's good. Just, I'm, glad, I'm glad the tease was more than just a hammer, because I remember the Thor <laughs> tweet, and Thor is so iconic. We're like, oh, cool, a hammer. Thor, guys, and now it's just like it's giving us so much more to chew on. Just, it's yeah. so amazing. There's a lot, yeah. Just, just by Avengers three mid credit scenes are just going to be ninety minute films as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, instead of two scenes, everyone's going to start expecting five. Yeah. It's because after Best Boy, you get another, you get another scene. <laughs> I'm so glad that was mid credits as well, and the end credit scene was a kind of kooky thing because man. The credits are getting really long for films. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, it was good. It was. It was overall. It was good. Solid. Okay. Yeah. Tease was good. It made the. It made my impression of the movie better. <laughs> I think. Maybe it might have tweaked that a little bit. But uh, Thor: The Dark World. I liked it. It's got a lot of problems, but it was fun. So. Yep. Yeah. Usually, you you get past those problems after the first half hour. And then it's yeah. quite good one. Maybe. Once, they, once they get off of Earth, which is, seems to be like... <laughs> yeah, you know, Door 3 will be off of Earth completely, most likely. Oh, that so. Pulling it. <laughs> That's completely off of Earth. Yeah, or they just gotta, they gotta back to Earth so people can identify <laughs> with it, I guess. Oh, Thor just crashed through the Louvre. Maybe they'll just take a chunk of Earth that nobody cares about. Like they'll just take like I don't know. They'll take Canada up to uh, Asgard and like, <laughs> I, I, guys, I, I brought us a souvenir from Earth. All the Asians. The villain of is just migrating people from Earth to Asgard. <laughs> just a political drama. So. <laughs> Where can we find you on Twitter? All that good stuff. Uh, at Zumi Robin. Um, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll tweet. You'll find me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Valdez. I'm Valdezology on Twitter. Uh, if you want to read my review of Thor: The Dark World, you can find it on Flixus.com. 
and go read flixes.com, you guys. Do that, too. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> do it, or I will hammer you with my hammer arm nub. Meow, meow. I will hammer you with meow, meow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, and uh, I am Ziliac. As you can all know, you can find me on Twitter at xzylliac. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys again. We'll have another. I know we'll have another episode, regular episode, and then we'll probably do another spoiler episode next time a big movie happens. So, oh, see you guys. One last time. Whoa, whoa, what's up? Seven point five. See you later. Functionless. Oh, one last <laughs> ug. One last ug to go on, guys. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, 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 go watch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was fun. That was good. That was very good. That was yeah. good.